0: Amen. How many are glad to be in the house of the Lord tonight? I don't think there's a better place to be. First of all, we'd just like to say thank you for the, to the sponsors of PSR and those that are responsible for us to be here. And in a minute, you'll know whether to thank them or not. And uh, we appreciate all the brethren and friends, and uh, we're just glad to be here. I don't mind letting you know I'm, I'm nervous. And uh, this has been a total trip, all right? You sit out there and you think, oh, my God, it would be so wonderful to preach something like that. And then they call you and you don't believe it. You faint. And then when it's time to do it, you say, oh, oh my God, I wish I wasn't doing this. Uh, if you have if this is your first night here, you have missed some tremendous preaching. Oh Lord have mercy. You would do well to get the tapes of these services. This is not just another convention. These men have been preaching from the burden of their heart. They've been preaching with anointing and with power. They've been preaching with authority and their pastors and you got other pastors coming behind me and more evangelists. And so in any good round dinner where there are several courses. At one point in the dinner, there's always a sorbet to refresh the palate. Hello? There's always something to get you for the, uh, get ready for the next course. That's what I am. I'm just a little sorbet in the middle to get you ready for the next course. So I'm going to let the pastors be a pastor. I want to be an evangelist. Amen. And so I want you to turn to the book of Isaiah, the 22nd chapter. I don't have any credentials. I don't have any lineage and heritage in Pentecostalism. I was simply a sinner at 26 years old that walked in a church of Second and Merced. And a man by the name of Bill Yandrus took me in took me under his wings and what you see today is a product of preaching I said what you see today is a product of preaching you couldn't preach it hard enough for me and you still can't preach it hard enough for me you didn't hear me did you nobody had to tell me to cut my hair Nobody had to tell me to shave and all that. I just, I looked around. And I said, hello. Let's get it on. I'll tell you what we needed. We need some saints that will respond and get on down the road and get over the hump so we can have end-time revival. Amen. Isaiah 22 and 15, if you read just a little bit with me, thus saith the Lord God of hosts, go get thee unto uh, this treasurer, even unto Shibna, which is over the house, and say, what hast thou here, and who hast thou here, that thou hast hewn thee out a sepulcher here, as he that hewn him out a sepulcher on high, and that graveneth and habitation for himself in a rock. Behold, the Lord will carry thee away with the mighty captivity and will surely cover thee. He will surely violently turn and toss thee like a ball into a large country. There shall thou die, and and thy chariots of glory, shall be the shame of thy Lord's house. And I will drive thee from thy station, and uh, and from thy state shall he pull thee down. And it shall come to pass in that day that I will call for my servant Elachim, the son of Hilkiah. I'm glad I don't live next door to cats like this. And I will clothe him with thy robe and strengthen him with thy girdle. And I will commit thy, thine government into his hand, and he shall be a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. And the key of the house of David will I lay upon his shoulder, so he shall open and none shall shut, and he shall shut and none shall open. I will fasten him as a nail in a sure place, and he shall be for a glorious throne to his father's house. And they shall hang upon him all the glorious father's house, the offspring and the issue, all vessels of small quantity, from the vessels of cups even to the vessels of flagons. I want to preach to you today from this thought, God's greatest resource for end-time evangelism. God's greatest resource for end-time evangelism. Amen. I want you to know that God has the answer. I may not have the answer. You may not have the answer. But God has the answer. And I also want to let you know he, he is not impotent. He is not incompetent. He's still just as much God as he ever been. Generation X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D, they don't scare him. He's able to save Generation X, M-O-Y, U-S-E. He don't care what you are, who you are, where you come from. God has got a resource of power and authority and we can reach our world in this generation why don't you raise your hands and let's worship the lord if you believe it tonight amen god help us in this place send the preacher loose the angel of the lord loose the power of god god help us in the house jesus name amen 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 god help us. First, angel of the Lord us. Amen, amen amen would you clap your hands and then you may be seated this first hour comes with time constraints, so let me hurry along here Isaiah prophesies to uh, the uh, treasurer of the house of the Lord Shepna he is given the keys uh, to the house of David in the storehouse there was everything that was needed for them in times of trouble, in times of battle. There was a great house of resource there. Everything that they needed, wheat, barley, they could withstand any kind of onslaught. They could withstand any kind of enemy because the Lord had stored up for them in his house a great resource and so that they would never run out of anything that they needed. And so here, but this man had a problem. His name means uncertain. His name means one that is selfish. And instead of this man going into the storehouse, uh, what he did was locked it up. What he did was became very cautious. What he did was become very conservative, and I don't mean that in a bad way, but he began to conserve as if God would run out of something. He began to lay up as if God would run out of power. He would begin to hold back as if God would run out of virtue. I come to here to tell you tonight that God ain't running out of nothing, honey. Amen. He's still just as good. He's still just as powerful. He's still just as God as he ever been. You might as well pull out the stops, because you can't run God out of nothing. You can't deplete his power. You can't use up his authority. You can't deplete
1: his saving ability. You might as well get the key and go into the storehouse and open it up.
0: Hello? Fought. man, I've got to take this thing easy. I've got to lay back on it because I don't want to run God out. I'll tell you what, we have not seen what this church can do. We have not seen where this thing can go. We're too busy trying to keep the speed limit. I say it's time to break the speed limit and put the pedal to the metal and see what this baby will do. God has given to the church, pastors and a prophets and evangelists and teachers and the such. And these things are for the perfecting of the saints and for the edification of the body. These things are for revival. And I'm not talking about revival tonight, folks. I'm talking about evangelism. There's a difference between revival and evangelism. You see, my years of experience in the medical field lets me know when you have a heart attack, your heart goes into what they call fibrillation. It is not pulsating. It's not pumping. It's not moving. It just sits there in jail. And then I can take these little things that come and shock you, and it will cause your heart to begin to beat again. And that's good if you're in fibrillation. But if there's nothing wrong with your heart, and I shock you, it sends you into fibrillation. If you're not having a heart attack, And I shock you, you will have a heart attack. We call folks in for revival. And our church is revived. The prayer room's fired up. Hello? And and the folks are ready to go. And somebody's got a lock on the door. And they would come in and we'd have another revival. And they're living already. We shock them and they die. And they've been calling another man to revive them again. I'm telling you, friends, revival is not coming. Revival is here. What we need is evangelism.
1: You look at these folks, they're already retired. They're ready to call. They're ready to run. They're ready to turn the world upside down. Somebody unlock the door and let them out. Unlock the door and let them go. Quit
0: shocking them. Quit shocking them, folks. My oh God, we're live. We're prayed up. We're fasted up. We're fired up. We're, we're we're singing. We're shouting. Now turn us a loose. Oh God, Shetner's in the house. Brother Morgan, where you at? Where's my buddy? Mark Morgan, where's he at? Brother Morgan, the spirit of Shetner's in the house. Did you really pray through 100? Did you really? See, the name Shetner means uncertain, unstable, not really sure. Did did, did you really? Did did you and Brother Craft really, or did y'all kind of bump the numbers up to make it look good? And if you really did it, how many do you got left, brother Keys? Did you really? Did you and brother? Good, did y'all really? This is Shetner, It's a spirit of settler. Did you really pray through seven hundred? Oh, I, I have. I I can kind of believe it when they said it happens over there. I can kind of believe it when it happens uh, on foreign soil, but when it comes to North America, I got to close that door. Come on here, somebody. Brother Haney, are you really billing for 6000 What's your problem, homeboy? Did you fall off of something? Wilson? Are you out of your mind for building for $2,500? Brother Keith, are you out of your mind looking for 40 acres, and are you looking for a mule too, homie? Because I didn't get my mule. You understand know what I'm saying? Go ahead. I'll tell you what. I'm tired of the spirit of shutting there that wants to shut everything down. I'll tell you what. Somebody give me
1: some keys, and let me unlock the door to end-time evangelism. Somebody give me some keys.
0: give me a set of keys so I can unlock this door. Amen. Let me qualify myself. Brother Bass, thank you. I want to learn how to work with gold. I want to learn how to work with silver. And I want to learn how to work with brass. Brother Walden, I want to show and be able to reveal him to a lost and dying world. Edward Johnson, I want to be able to settle everything that's reasonable for God. Elder Stevenson, Elder Morton, keep pouring the salt. Just keep it on. But I got news for you. Y'all going to have to unlock the door for us. Because, see, you, you, please don't take me wrong. It's one thing to tell us young preachers what to do, and it's another thing to teach us what to do. It's one thing to put your finger in our face and say, you ought to be doing that. Why don't you take us aside. Show us what we need to do. Take us aside. Pour something into me. Come on, take me aside. Put me under your wing. Take me aside. Mentor me. Don't just tell me what I ought to do and, and get me out there and let me get killed. Somebody pull me to the side and say, hey young preacher, this is how you do it. Hey young boy, this is how you do
1: it. Don't let me fall. Don't let me mess myself up. Somebody open the door. Somebody. Somebody open the door and let
0: me in. You got the keys. You got to open the door for me. I can't bust the door down. Open the door and let me in. I want to be long. I want to be a part of what you're doing. I want, to have, I want to know what you're knowing. If this thing is gonna ever go, I can't start where you started. I've got to start where you ended.
1: That's
0: right. You didn't hear me, did you, brother? Man, Mother, I can't start where you started. I've got to start where you ended. So pour something in me. So I can handle where you're in. That's my starting place. Pour something in me. Don't let me make a fool out of myself. Don't let me mess myself up. Open the door. You say, what do you want, boy? I want wisdom. I'm talking about resources. I want wisdom. I want to know how to act and react. I want to know how to go in and go out. I want to know how to pray. Somebody somebody, help this young preacher. I want to know how to pray. I want to do right. But is anybody going to open up the door and help me? Or are you just going to punch your finger at me and say, well, you know? Am I making sense or just making noise? the price. we'll watch a young preacher go down. We'll watch him mess his life up. And we'll sit around and go, and nobody will call him on the phone. They won't even call us on the phone. They'll talk about us behind our backs. They won't call us. They will not Not even man up, call us on the phone and say, boy, you're messing yourself up. You got the door locked. How in the world are we going to win our world when you got the door locked on us? Come on. Hey, Shepner, those keys don't belong to you. You didn't hear me, friend. Whatever I've got, it's God's house. It's God's anointing. It's God's power. It's God's church. It's God's word. It's God's blood. It's God's everything, friend. Open the door. Let me in there. There's some resources I need to win my world. Why do you need wisdom? Because in your generation, you could say, do this because I said so. I can't do that. I'm sorry. Folks, don't do what you just because you say so. And the Bible says I've got to have an answer to every man for the reason of hope that lies within there. Please, I'm begging you this PSR meeting, pour something in me. I'm begging you, you've got a tre. Each one of you elders, got a treasure house of knowledge, you've got a treasure house of wisdom, you've got a treasure house of experience, you've got a treasure house of things that God, you could save me a lot of trouble, you could save me a lot of heartache, you could save me a lot of pain, GP, are you with me? I'm telling you, friend, what we need is to let God open the door and find the resources to end Time, uh, apostolic uh, evangelism. Come on, clap your hands. Be seated. Great preachers of the volume and extraordinary of size the superiority, the quality, the degree of skillful excellence. It speaks of the higher class and the importance and chief. It speaks of that which has universal kingship and universal power. And every apostolic preacher has that. But we have a younger generation that needs somebody to open up the door of knowledge and wisdom and understanding, so that we can reach our generation. We can't reach our generation like he you reached yours. They're a little bit different. When I grew up, if I didn't do what my mom said, I'd find my teeth on the floor. When I went to boot camp, I didn't have a problem with doing what the drill sergeant said. My mama was a drill sergeant. Today, if you hit your kid, they put you in jail. We're dealing with a generation that has no restraints. And so I've got to have knowledge, I've got to have wisdom, and I've got to have understanding. I've got to have power, I've got to have revelation, and I've got to have authority and dominion. I need these things. I'm not asking for these for myself. I need these things to reach my world, and they are in the storehouse, amen. And what I need is Shepner to get off the throne and let Brother Icom, let him, how you say that was Brother Marty? How you say that boy's name? And the other cat, Eliakim. I'm looking for the spirit of Eliakim. Eliakim put on the golden girdle, had the coins hanging off of it, Right? And if he saw a need, he took a coin, and he bought what was needed for the need. Shetna built his own sepulcher and rode around in his own gold-plated chariot. Now, I'm not preaching against Cadillacs or Lincolns, all right? Because I got a nice car, and it's gold-plated, leather down, diamond in the back, digging the lane suddenly, you know what I'm saying? And if there's any question, don't even go there. I'm not getting rid of it, all right? (laughs) Don't go there, because the brother man going to drive his ride. You understand what I'm saying? All right? It is gold-plated, but I'm going to drive on. You want to get rid of yours? Well, you go ahead, brother. (laughs) As a matter of fact, if you got a Caddy, I got a Toyota. I'll swap you tonight, baby. Matter of fact, I, all I got is an 84 motorhome. If you want to swap me for a 94 a 97, I'll take that thing. I'll take your tithes. I'll take, I'll take anything you give me. So I'm not talking about that, friend. But I'm talking about where we lock the things of God up, and we keep them locked up and as if they belong to us. That means we won't let their takes out because they're scared somebody somebody else's. Is- And they wonder why we don't know what to preach. Why don't you let your tapes go so I can learn something? (laughs) Open up the storehouse. I said open up the storehouse. Open up the storehouse. Brother Grant, they stole it from somebody. You ain't fooling me. I've been preaching long enough. I was born at night, not last night. Good Lord, have mercy. And so God has given us the fivefold ministry. They are a resource. He's given us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. They are a resource. He's given us power and authority and dominion, and they are a resource. But that's not God's greatest resource. We need a lie Kims today. Brother Morgan, that's my buddy. I love him. Brother Morgan, we need a lie Kims. Folks, they're not afraid to get the keys. Open the door and say, Brother Keys, we need the spirit of a lie,
1: Kim. Let's
0: say, brother, you can build a church. As a matter of fact, you can have an apostolic, conservative, tongue-talking, standard field church. You can have a church that believes in holiness. And you don't have to run 20 or 30 either. You can bust the doors out. You can knock the windows out. You can bust the walls down. You can tear the roof off the thing. I'm telling you,
1: friend, it's as big as you can hope. It's as big as you can think. It's as big as you can dream. It's as big. I God, somebody help me. I said it's time for end time evangelism.
0: Paul said in Ephesians, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that God, the, the, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the riches of his glory inheritance in the saints. Right there. The saints is the greatest resource for entire apostolic revival. You darlings out there, because you know what? You can reach people I can't reach. You can reach people your pastor can't reach. You can, you young people, you can reach people your youth leader can't reach. Come on, somebody. You don't have to be like them to reach them. We've got to reach the world without becoming like the world. I'm telling you tonight, I believe in this service. Some keys are going to unlock, and somebody is going to walk through the door to end time. Apostolic evangelism. Be seated. The word resource means, re means again, and source means to spring up as water. Lord have mercy, it means to rise up. It means to get up. It means something that lies ready for use or can be drawn upon for aid. It means a supply of something to take care of a need. Brother Bass, that's what's in your church. That on your pew is an untapped resource of in time evangelism. Brother Wilson, right there in Sacramento, California, there's some doing it, but there's an untapped segment. If we can ever, by the case, we can ever get them to spring up, but the morning we can ever get them to get up, hello, somebody, if we can ever get them to stand up, Come on, some of you young darlings, let me tell you something. Ain't you about tired of the devil kicking you around? Ain't you about tired of him telling you what you can do and cannot do? I'm telling you, it's time to rise up. It's time to get up. It's time to spring up and say it's time for apostolic in time, evangelism. You say, Brother Henry, I've been knocked down.
1: Get up. Get
0: up get up don't wallow in your self-pity get up don't wallow in your depression get up don't sit there on your pew on the wednesday night service with your hands crossed your legs crossed and your eyes crossed get up say preacher preacher greatest resource. I tell you are the greatest resource that God has for end-time evangelism. I've never pastored, but I'll tell you what. Elder Hurst, there ain't nothing like a father of saints. They're better than an evangelist. They'll set a, they'll take a debt service and set it on fire. There ain't nothing like a saint that just won't sit down. There ain't nothing like a saint that just won't be quiet. There ain't nothing like a saint that just won't shut up. There ain't nothing like a saint that just won't give up. There ain't nothing like a saint. I said
1: there. Ain't There ain't nothing like a saint, because it's God's greatest resource for end-time apostolic evangelism.
0: When we get a preacher, who packs the house out? The saints? Who brings the visitors? Excuse me. He loved them so much, he gave us to them. Wait a minute. Don't misunderstand me. The power of the gift is only as great as the giver and the acceptor. The value of the gift, when you give little Megan something because you love her, the gift is insignificant. It's the giver of the gift and the receiver of the gift. Uh, Maybe I missed it, but I don't think so. I'm nothing. All I am is a gift God gives to you. You are the one he's reaching for. You are the object of his affection. You are the object of his love. You are the object. You're not hearing me, are you? Are you saying little old me? I'm saying no, not little old you, but big old him and little old you. Listen to me. Quit singing the sad song. I can't do nothing for God. Who told you that? Where'd you hear that from? You're God's greatest resource. The problem is. Hello, baby. Everybody that wants to come out can get out. However, that doesn't mean that you're not under the authority of your pastor. That doesn't mean you can do whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it, however you want to do it. You still got to take instruction. Hello, somebody. GP, are you with me? All right, man. I'm telling you, friend, there ain't nothing like a saint. Who said, Pastor, I'll pay my tithe. There ain't nothing like a saint. They said, Brother Clark, whatever you want me to do, that's what I'll do. There ain't nothing like a saint. They say, Brother Haney, wherever you want me to go, that's where I'll go. There ain't nothing like a saint, Brother Booker, that said, I'm behind you. Whatever you want to do, there ain't nothing like an usher that keeps on ushering. There ain't nothing like a deacon that keeps on serving. There ain't nothing like a prayer warrior that just keeps on praying. There ain't nothing like a song leader that just keeps on singing. Won't get offended. Just keep plugging along. I'm telling you, saints. God loves a saint. I say God loves us saints. And I got another word for you. You hear me? These preachers love saints. GP, are you with me? I said, these preachers love saints. There is no war between us and you. We are your friends. You didn't hear that, did you? There's no war between us. All we want you to do is just get in step with us. Just get in step with us. Well, Pastor, I don't see where we're going. Just, just, just get in step with us. You can't see because you're not the watchman on the wall. But we can see because there's another set of eyes.
1: There's, I said, oh, there's another set of eyes. All you do is get in step with us. Come on down the road with us. When it's time to build, get in the
0: building program. When it's time for revival, get in revival. Pro. Why? Because there ain't nothing like a good saint. I said there ain't nothing like a good saint. There ain't nothing like a good saint. There ain't nothing like a fired up, paid up, apostolic, tongue-talking, holy rolling. There ain't nothing like a saint. Matthew 25, man buried his talents, dug a hole and put them in there. Hey, saints, dig that hole. Get your talent out. God gave it to you. That's your resource. And he gave it to you to reach the world. I got a feeling some preachers are going to unlock some doors. Uh, Let me tell you something. Amen. To God, Generation X, It's no difficult to save in any generation. The impossibility is with our perception, with our faith. It is difficult for us to fathom that God is able to do the impossible. Yet he does it time and time and time again. Can I say that his love can still reach them? His grace can still call them. His mercy can still forgive them. His blood can still cleanse them. His name can still justify them. His spirit can still fill and sanctify them. And through his resurrection, he can still glorify them. All we got to do is open the door. Some keys that need to be taken out tonight. You black people. Go back in the hood, homie. Where you came from. The same God that got you out of there is gonna get them out of there. You don't need to go through Ethiopia. We got black folks right here need the Holy Ghost. You ain't got to go to Angola or the Ivory Coast, honey. You can go right here in Fresno. You can go back to your local church and you'll find somebody that needs your resource. You Spanish people, go back to the barrio, homie. You're the lay, I say. Go back to the barrio, man. Go back to the barrio, say. Go back there, man. Go back to the homies wearing the nets on their head. Go back, amen, to where they're wearing the the, the Raiders cap and say there's something better than what you have. There's something better than what you've got. Go back to the neighborhood. Tell the homeboy, we got a storehouse. It's better than the crack house. We got a storehouse that's better
1: than the crack house.
0: You Asian people, you go back to your clan and tell them Jesus loves you. He don't care what color you are. He don't care what nationality you are. He's looking at your resources. Get up off your pew get up off your pew. Don't you dare just come to PSR and shout, and then go home to your local church and sit down. And then you got nerves enough to complain because the service is dead. No, honey, you're the dead man. You need to revive yourself. You need to spring up. You're the resource. You need to get up. You make the service, friend. If it's dead, it's because you're sitting there. Get up. I said
1: get up. I said get up.
0: GP, are you with me? It's time to turn our world upside down. You've got the, come on, they've got the key, but you are the resource. And tonight, somebody's going to unlock some doors. (laughs) Anybody in the house need the Holy Ghost right now? This is the hour. If the church you're going to is dead and dry and boring, I'm talking about other than an apostolic church, shouldn't be in an apostolic church. Not with all these good saints, I said not with all these good saints, not with all these fired up saints that's going to go back to their local church and say, Pastor, let's build that building. We're going to go back to our local church, and we're going to say, Elder, let's buy that land. We're going to go back and say, Brother Clark, let's knock the walls out. Brother Walden, let's look for that other piece of property. It's time for us to realize we are God's greatest resource for end-time apostolic evangelism. All I want is somebody to lay the keys on my shoulder. That's the burden for it. I just want to preach, I want to have the burden for it. I just want somebody to lay the keys on my shoulder. I want to feel the burden of this thing. I want to feel the seriousness of the hour. I want to feel the grip of eternity at my heels. I want to feel his soon coming again. I just want somebody that's got some keys. Just do me a favor. Just lay them on my shoulder. I promise you I'll take care of them. And if it looks like I'm going off, you come and get me, say, Amy. Remember now, you got some keys because there's another generation coming after you. And you're going to have to take those keys and lay them on their shoulder because there's doors they're going to need to unlock. There's resources they're going to need to get to. Because there's always going to be, let me tell you something, this is my opinion, the only reason Jesus has not come is because there's still hungry souls that says, I want to be saved. There's some of your family that's still crying in the midnight hours. There's some of your relatives and some of your employees is crying right now. And they're waiting on some good saint to get fired up. Uh, they're waiting on some saint to get up. Uh, they're waiting on some saint to quit crying over spilt milk. Uh, they're waiting for some saint to forgive and forget and let it go. Uh, and let the offenses go uh, and forgive your pastor and forgive God and forgive the sister. Forgive the brother. Every head bow? Welcome to this place, welcome into this broken vessel, you desire to abide in the praises of your people, so we live. you sing it with me. Oh welcome. come. on, tell me, come right here. Mm-hmm. To this- right now. Give up. Come on. Surrender so God can use you tonight. I'm talking to a good saint. I said, I'm talking to a good saint.